Welcome in, college football fans. Marty Jenkins here alongside my man, Alvin Reed. College Football Connection. Taking a look at the numbers. We are on fire. I am 14-6 overall. Alvin Reed, 13-4. and four. Woo! Alvin, we're due for a clunker, right? Uh, yeah, well, you know, I was thinking that same thing, Marty, but I like, hey, nothing but positive vibe. Although we're going to get to it, um, I, how can you how can you sit here and say, I, I do believe something's going to happen, but I hope I am wrong. So you probably know which one that is, but we'll get to it. All right, so last weekend, arguably one of the craziest Saturdays in college football history. We're not going to go through every single one of them, but what was your biggest takeaway one game from last weekend? What marinates and sits with you the most aside from the Jayhawks all right um more surprised at Texas A&M's loss than Notre Dame's now really Notre Dame has no business losing to Marshall but Notre Dame is 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 challenged offensively and once again the defense held them down they just didn't have any offense Texas A&M has no business losing a game like that Mm -hmm. at home Mm -hmm. I mean you know Marcus Freeman's job is safe Jumbo, you know, like he better win this weekend. (laughs) Well, all right, let's put it this way: Miami goes in there, walks the dog on him. I think it's over. Really? Not not this week, but I think he would fall so far off the beaten path that all the rest of the season would be about either run the string, or you got next year would could possibly be your last. His buyout is probably astronomical. That that would probably save his job. Yeah, that was one of the uh, probably my top two. Um, but I'll tell you what I'm going to go with, and that's uh, I know it's on the road, but you got your second string quarterback. I'm going to go with that Alabama game. Yeah, well, good point, Ex- excellent point. That you you kept thinking they'll score a couple of touchdowns, put a, put a distance between them. Texas will wear down. Yeah, and I mean this is a Texas team. Quinn Ewers got hurt. You know they're on their second string quarterback, and they should have won the game. Now, maybe Alabama is not going to be Alabama like we think they are this year. That, that was my biggest takeaway. Well, now that could be a takeaway, I honestly, that, hey, maybe Alabama is not all that. Maybe if mm-hmm. you spy uh, Bryce Young mm-hmm. and keep him under control. Georgia's the best team again, maybe. And you don't have the receivers at Alabama that you have. Mm-hmm. You don't. You've got great <laughs> skill players, but they ain't the ones that are like in the NFL right now. And then you mentioned, I mean, I don't even know where to go with Notre Dame. I mean, uh, things are not playing out the way they were supposed to play out in South Bend this year. I, well, that is absolutely uh, the word that kept getting thrown around online. My text last weekend is just it, embarrassing. It, you, you you could call it that, but I will say this. I think that was a case where Notre Dame left everything they had on the field up there at Columbus. And a week later... Just were in a situation. Sleepwalk. Sleepwalk. There you go. Took the word right out of my mouth. That they thought that they would beat Marshall just by literally showing showing up. up. And you can drill it into kids' heads that that ain't so. But a quarter goes by and another quarter goes by. And Notre Dame's quarterback gets hurt. And yet Notre Dame still could have won the game in the fourth quarter. Still had a chance to win. Last, you know, two drives of the game. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about it. That. If they had just snapped out of it a little bit earlier, they probably win the game. They don't cover, but at least they win the game. So I think it's a totally different story. I think they blow out who they play this week, and I think they are a better team 
then they show. I mean, if the team that played Ohio State played last Saturday at home against Marshall, they would have beat Marshall's ass. I mean, so obviously, obviously, they just didn't show up. Yeah. Now that's on the coaching staff. Yeah, I was just gonna say that reflects on uh, a lot of people, but mainly Marcus Freeman. Yeah. That that you know you can never don't take for granted you're gonna win any. Any game. Yeah, you know, they probably had a good time Friday night, a little too good a time. You know, stroll in there. Our talent alone is just going to win this game easily. Right. Um, I heard from some of my boys, man, decent amount of Cal fans up there this weekend for that game. So, mm. Notre Dame's, you know, favored, I think, 11 or 12 or something. But I don't know, man. I don't know what to think now, Alvin. That's a, That was a bad, 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 bad loss. And you're 0-2. And now the savior we're supposed to have with Freeman, now all of a sudden the finger pointing starting, and he's two games into his, his – I, I, I think that's a little bit ridiculous. Premature. I mean, that's just silly. I mean – I agree with that, but you can't lose a home game to Marshall. Look at some of the games that, that have been lost by – Notre Dame over the last decade. Mm-hmm. Look at some of the teams that, that Chip Kelly lost to. Not Chip Kelly. Brian Kelly mm-hmm. lost to. Now, uh, you know, last year their defeat was at the hands of Cincinnati. A good team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But if you told uh, the greater nation of Notre Dame fans, Cincinnati is not only going to come here and beat you, they're going to they're going to beat you. Mm-hmm. When this game is over, Cincinnati will be a solid, you know, have a solid chance to make the college football playoff, not because they had to kick some 55-yard field goal to beat you with no time on the clock. It's because they beat you. They beat you down. Mm-hmm. And that was one reason I thought that Notre Dame, I said, like, I, I look, fandom, money, all that. Notre Dame doesn't deserve to be in that Final Four, not because Cincinnati beat them, because Cincinnati whooped them. Mm-hmm. I think so. You know, and the quarterback getting hurt in that, in, for Notre Dame – that definitely played a role. I think that's why they didn't win the game. They would not have covered, but I think they would have scored a touchdown or two had he not got hurt. Speaking of whoop, and there's no mm-hmm. point spread on, on this game this weekend, but you uh, you hit the nail on I'm the head. Sorry. No, you're good. Hey, man, this is live, baby. Let's go. <laughs> um, you hit the nail on the head with uh, Mizzou. They got whooped up in Manhattan. Yeah, I saw that coming. <laughs> now, I, I didn't. My my um column this week was all right it's time to just let luther burden loose have him run back punts have him run back kickoffs do it all do it all play wide receiver you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna tell these guys to block i'm gonna have them hike the quarterback the ball and i need you to get open i need you to beat your man okay Mm -hmm. you're that good you're five star you're supposed to be the top wide receiver coming out of high school and you went to missouri okay well missouri use him and I feel sorry for their quarterback because he's not getting any protection. No, no, and I know that that's a problem. But that's what I'm saying. Run a two tight end set, swing your man out there, put him in the slot if you have to, so you know you can't, you know, cover him over the top mm-hmm. and get the ball in his hands in open space. Yeah, I think that's a. I, I think that goes without saying. That could be a long season in Como. Well, Alvin. they need to, you know. <laughs> well, you know, they get here comes Abilene Christian right on right in time, you know. Hey, and I ruffled some feathers by saying on Twitter, and people disagree with me, but I am sticking my guns on this. I said, if if that bragging rights game was this year, I'll take Illinois all day. Oh, yeah, I would, too. I would, too. Because yes. I think they're solid defensively enough that, you know, Missouri, if you don't score points, that other team's got a pretty good chance of beating mm-hmm. you. All right, let's fast forward to this week. Let's keep the hotness going. Let's keep the streak going. 
Um, where are we going to start here? 11 a.m. Let's start. Number six, OU <laughs> at Lincoln. We haven't even talked about that yet. Uh, Oklahoma. Now, let me pull this up here. Opened at four and a half. That sucker's jumped to 11 and a half points. Yes. Um, Mickey Joseph, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Team's going to be, you know, there's going to be a lot of emotion there. Um, in Lincoln, you know, uh, let's, I don't I, there's just going to be a lot of emotion with frost gone. Now you got a new guy. Let's start from scratch. Um, but take a look at OU last weekend, you know, something that got lost against Kent state. They punted on their first four possessions. I do think, and this is one of those weird games. I think that Nebraska can hang with Oklahoma in this game, but I'm going to stay away from the point spreads on this one. I really like under 66 and a half in this one. Okay. You're going to, you're under 66. Yep. All right. I am, I, I'm, I am taking Nebraska in my 11.5 points and I am also taking the under. Okay. Okay. Now I, I've got them written down. So Huskers I, and under? I, I'm taking the Huskers. Okay. I'm taking those 11.5 and I'm taking under 66 too. Well, what about some, what about, and I know this isn't on the record, but, but you feeling if some uh, gamblers are out there feeling froggy, you think the Huskers could maybe win outright too? I heard it's $325 uh, money line on a hundred dollar bet. Plus three twenty five. Yeah, plus three twenty five. Maybe worth ten or twenty bucks. I, I, I was thinking fifty. <laughs> Get back to 50 <laughs> but you're grand. right, twenty. Twenty. I like. I ain't ready to throw no whole hundred on Nebraska. That I mean, they've lost these games for a reason. Yeah. And keep in mind that they, you know, North. What they had the Jackrabbits took them to the middle of the fourth quarter before they mm-hmm. put them away. So you know, a play here, a play there. Nebraska really could be zero and three instead of one and two. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, what what are we doing here with OU? We really don't know what we got with OU. No, uh, now this is there. Look, there's several teams on here that this is this is where you can, you know, literally say, okay, we did this. Yeah, and we did this on the road, mm-hmm. and. I think oh, this is Oklahoma's chance. And 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 with all the chaos going on, you know, you look and you don't. I I had to take a second glance. I didn't even know they're number six in the country. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. I mean, you know, by attrition. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. and you know, don't look now. If they win this game this weekend, they're going to be three and zero, maybe top five. And they welcome in, which will be a great game next weekend. They host Kansas State. That'll be a good one. All right. Uh, what are we going to move to next here? How about this is an intriguing game. Number 12, BYU. I fell asleep last weekend. I didn't see that nice win over Baylor. They travel to a tough place to play at Autzen Stadium. They travel to Oregon. They travel to Eugene. Uh, the over-under is 58. And the Ducks, who are 13 spots lower in the rankings at home, though, they are favored by three and a half. Uh, they just hung 70 points. Uh, on Eastern Washington, Bo Nooks came into his own in that game. I know it's Eastern Washington, but the thing yeah. I'm looking at here <laughs> is BYU only rushed for 83 yards against Baylor. Alvin, you know, people laughed last year when I did the lock, but I ended up with a good record overall, and this year I'm doing solid too. I think my lock here is I think Oregon rolls in this game and give me the under as well. well I'll tell you what, I'm going to go against you on that one. I'm gonna you I'm like I'm gonna be a BYU believer. This Saturday, as a team that goes in there and shows that, hey, we we could do this. That'd be an eye-opening win. We could do this. Now, I like the three and a half that it's not more. Um, I'm taking BYU. I've taken by three and a half. I have no idea what the score is going to be. Okay. I my, I would lean to over the 58-5, but I really don't know what the score is going to be. All right, but you're sticking with the Cougars. I'm, I am. I am sticking with the Cougars. That'll be a good game. Um. All right. We haven't discussed your boys, and um, 
A lot of people tweeting after that one. Uh, let, let's give the lifetime contract to Leopold. God, it's, it's, hey, well, man. you heard me. I called you. I sounded. I hadn't even been drinking, man. I sounded. <laughs> I, I, I was. I, I had not been really doing anything. Like I said, we had went to music at the intersection. Yeah. And so I, you know, had a couple of like uh, beers down there. Yeah. Dude, I was euphoric. Yeah, well, I, 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 you have every reason to be. <laughs> that was a hell of a win. Hey, my three game bet is looking good. It's looking good yeah, you too. You got to win one more. And I, I got to win think one you more. Duke or something. We got Duke at home. Iowa State at home. Now, uh, now listen. Uh, you got a stud running back in Devin Neal, Jalen Daniels. I know it's only a couple weeks in, but he's on some Heisman thing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's crazy. <laughs> I but, know. Uh, but that being said, hey, you know, there's no reason they can. There's no reason. That KU cannot go down to Houston and compete. They are getting eight and a half points. Mm-hmm. It is breaking my heart to say that I got to take Houston and I got to give my boys to eight and a half. I think. Okay. I, oh, really? You yes, kinda, I do. Okay, that was I, a little audible there. I thought nope. you're going to take your boys. Yeah, I'm, and I'm, I'm, and, and let me tell you why. This is Houston. What is Houston coming into the Big Twelve, and you know they got stuff to prove and and they've been on the short end of some overtime and we last got, weekend yeah texas tech and and we got off to slow start against west virginia you're down 14 nothing can't do that against houston can't do that i think you just you can't do that okay. i i think it'll be a contested game don't get me wrong i don't think houston just blows out kansas but i do think houston wins the game and i do think that houston covers the eight and a half points. I'm going to roll with you here. I am intrigued by this game. I want to see how long Kansas can hang around um, because I really like Houston, the great quarterback, Clayton Toon, a uh, good wide receiving core led by Dell. I like this has dropped from 63 to 57 and a half. Mm-hmm. I really like the over in this game big time. Um, and I like the Cougars as well. I like the Cougars as well. Let me write this down. You said you were going with the Cougars as well. Did you say something on the over-under? I'm, I'm going to go 53 and a half. I'm going to go over. Okay, so you and I have the exact same picks on this game. Yes, on that one, right. Houston and the over. All right. Um, But we were just mentioning you're, you're two and a half. Uh, is Duke next week uh, for the Kansas, or is that down the road? No, hey. no. Um. Uh, Duke is next week at home. Yeah, so you should win that. And then homecoming is the the week after that. Okay, so you're sitting good on that. Uh, Well, you got to win the game. And you can even start hedging. You only got one more win. Well, I'm just saying, you got to win that game. But literally, it's KU, man. You know. (laughs) KU football's back, Alvin. (laughs) Where's Mangino? KU KU football is is on the the, – the, in, the the highway entrance. We aren't on the highway yet. We're Still on the ramp. Yeah, we were in the we were in the scrapyard. The heat, the last decade. But, but listen, so next week you host Duke, and then homecoming's the following week. Yeah, and we host Iowa State. You're gonna have. Well, I'd be interested to see that attendance. That's well, one, be a nice it's, it, it's kind of got a little fill the booth. David Booth Stadium, uh, fill the booth, uh, is the call on. Uh, well, you know, hyping it up. Huh? Yeah, regardless of what happens at Houston, they play a good game at Houston. Look, Marty. They went. They beat Houston. Now, 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 now you're getting in the top twenty-five. Now we top twenty-five. If you probably beat if we beat Houston, I know we'll be others receiving votes and high up on that list. Beat Houston. You're playing Duke at home. You're four zero, and the, that place will be close to packed. And if the place was close to packed, the energy in there would be 
phenomenal. I think the energy there, and you know better than I do, will be phenomenal even if they're three mm-hmm. and one, right? Yeah. Oh, it, it, you know, they don't get beat sixty-five to ten or something yeah. like that. But they but run the ball well, and they can control the clock. They have not made a lot of turnovers. That's that's key. They're not they're not beating themselves. Listen, Lance Leipold is it, obviously he's proving himself once again that he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Right. The Kool Aid's being drank in Lawrence. And listen, last week you and I both sat here and I said. We will have a situation if they beat West Virginia, and I will be absolutely stunned if they beat West Virginia. And and they beat West Virginia. Right. And, you know, if they get a stop on that last drive in the fourth quarter, there's no overtime, there's no need for all the drama and all that. You could say, like, we really did beat them outright. I just can't see them winning at Houston. I, I, listen, it's hard for me to imagine it too, Marty, but at the same time, they do a couple things good. They run the ball. They got – Got some good quarterback play. Kobe Bryant, quarterback, but, solid D. It, solid D, but you got to play. You got to play better defense than you have. You know, you you can't. No, that was too many points. That, that just it was way. That's too way too many points now. <laughs> you, are, you are not going to win that many games giving up that many points. All right, well, we'll see what happens. All right, you mentioned um, A&M and uh, old Jimbo. He better get a win this weekend, huh? You got Miami coming to town. Their top wide receivers out. Um, number 24, A&M versus number 13, Miami. Um, I really, really like A&M in this one. Miami's played, you know, Bethune-Cookman. Um, and as I said, Xavier Restrepo's out, foot injury, their top wide receiver. A&M's got to be pissed. Yep. I think they roll, and I love the over, which has gone down from 48.5 to 44.5. Mm-hmm. Over 44.5, A&M to cover six points. Boy, we're, we're – you rolling with me we're, on this we're one mine's too? thinking a lot on this one. Okay. All right. Now I will I'll tell you what I'll do. You're taking the the over on the points. Yep. I'll I'll take the under. You're gonna take the under I think and A&M. Gonna, at AM. Yeah. Okay. I I Yeah. I think Miami shows up. You know. And I think that number is set like that because somebody somewhere must think that, you know, this could be a, you know, 24 20 game or something like that mm-hmm. so i'm gonna go with the i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the under but i am gonna go with texas a&m covering the six boy they got hit with some karma last week because i don't know if you saw this but i saw it i know i Friday know what you're night. gonna say i i knew it i you knew you it? yep i heard it they played it on the radio in its entirety like what do you guys uh, do but, and, and if i'm if i'm the president and the chancellor of that school i'm taking a look at that i'm gonna say like Hey, now I'm not saying that I have to review what you all get up here and say because this is a Friday night tradition. But that was embarrassing. Yeah, and that would have been embarrassing if we had beat them by six touchdowns. Got to have standards. I'm I'm not having it. This is a this is a university of higher learning, and I don't care what these folks run around t- the greater state of Texas on this university. We act like we have some class, mm-hmm. and that was classless. Yeah, for those of you who didn't see it, uh, Alfred uh, maybe or uh, Alvin may be able to uh, add more to it than I did. But basically, there's a Friday night pep rally, much like there is at every school probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, and A and cheerleaders were out there, male cheerleaders, and they were pretty much just making fun of Appalachian State, saying they didn't have any teeth, they couldn't spell, couldn't spell, s- stuff like couldn't that. read, like can't read, let alone read a map. We doubt if they'll get here. Yeah. And these hillbillies are from so back up in the woods. <laughs> stuff like this. Talk about bulletin board material. I mean, uh, that's just horrible. Right. Oh, wait, and they were in town. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's it like? You know, like yeah, Barstool or whoever didn't waste any time getting that video out there. Like, you thought that, worse could, that loss couldn't get any worse. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this was not Tuesday night. We're, you know, they're still back up on campus. This is like Friday at 10 o'clock. Yeah, exactly. Like they the might have been able 12 to, hours. They might have been able to hear it from the hotel. Good for Appalachian <laughs> State. Good for Appalachian State. I agree. Because that was classless. Yeah, like, who do you guys think you are? Who are you? Right. Unbelievable. And wait, and meanwhile, you know, in Austin, they call y'all a bunch of dummies, a bunch of rednecks, a bunch of hillbillies. And then you go try to lay that on somebody other school? Come on. That was, that boy, I'll tell you what. It was dumb. Yeah. And Boone, North Carolina is one of the most beautiful places in the country, too. Right. And they say, like, kid doesn't know what he's talking about. It's gorgeous up that way. Yeah. (laughs) Idiots. Yeah. And, Car- yeah. and karma hit him. Karma hit him and hard. Hit him hard. All right. Let's see here. Uh, okay. I got an intriguing one for you. This actually could be one of the better games uh, of the weekend here. And we're going to get uh, – what time does this game start here? Um, Michigan State, number 11 in the country. Boy, they're always up there, man. He's a hell of a coach. They go to Washington, who is unranked, and Washington is favored by three and a half. Um, I like UW in this one, and I like the over. UW's got a great O-line. Indiana transfer Michael Penix Jr. is their quarterback. Great receiver in Jalen McMillan. I like Michigan State. Don't like their offense. Um, 53.5 to 56.5. I'm going to go the over in this one because, and I'm going to take UW because I think Washington absolutely blows them out in this game. All right, their problem with Michigan State is pass defense, and Washington can pass the football all right, Big Ten, Pac-12, you know, ah, ha, 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 Pac-12, we're the Big Ten. We got $77 billion TV contract. Sparty, I lived by you. I was around you. You got a good coach. You got to come through for me right now. I'm taking the Spartans. I'm giving the three and a half. I'm taking under the 56-5. Sparty and under. Sparty and under. You think Mel Gray seems going to go up there and get it done? I do. I think I think that they are going to put together a, a four-quarter game and get the job done. Now, I have not looked to see if it's going to be raining or typhoon winds or whatever. But I'm going to go with Sparty in this one. I think they're going to play a tough football game. I think they're going to play a physical football game. And I think they're going to cover now, keep in mind, covering, you might be down, you know, three points and score a touchdown mm-hmm. late, get a stop. You've covered. You know, I'm up there. I'm not saying they're going to pound the Huskies into submission, but I think they go up there and they take care of business. Okay. Boy, if they if they win that one, do you think, they're, do you think they can hang this year with Michigan and Ohio State? Well, Michigan, it doesn't matter where they play. They'll hang, they'll hang with Michigan. Yeah. And they would like no more than to beat Michigan. Because, mm-hmm. you know, for look, God bless Michigan making the, you know, college football playoff last year. Mm-hmm. But people talk about Michigan like they're going to go into Columbus and win that game. I said, like, Michigan better be concerned about going into Purdue and winning that game. Yeah. Who are you all? Completely right. agree. Yeah, like, that they, they that cart is a little bit before the horse mm-hmm. in Ann Arbor, at least in my estimation. Oh, speaking of which, we're, this is not on our board, but I do want to throw it out there. 47.5-point favorites over UConn, I'm taking UConn. I'm taking 47 and a half. Because what are you telling me? Is that unofficial? Or are you I heard that, that on radio, right? No, no are you taking no, it? no, no. I'm not. Okay. I'm, because right. I haven't. I I don't know how bad UConn is, but uh, they got uh, which guy took over the the coaches. Um, a named coach. He's uh, oh, you know, UConn. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I'll look it up here because I don't know. Yeah. 
he'd been he got chased out of a couple places. I forget who who it is. Oh, Jim Mora. Jim Mora. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, you know, I think Jim Mora finds a way to score seventeen points. Forty-seven and a half. They're favored by. Yeah. That's a lot, man. Right Ooh. now, is Michigan gonna put sixty-three on somebody? I don't think so. I don't think they got enough interest in the game to put 63 on UConn. That's, that's a great point. That's what I'm saying. Right. Take a look at that one, folks. Maybe take UConn with the points. Yeah. Now, I'm not putting that on my official board here. <laughs> I right. Gotcha. But I'm I'm just saying, like, wait a minute. I saw that. Right. Here's another one that's not on our board. But we'll talk about it real quick. Yeah. Iowa is favored by 24 points over, I don't know who they're playing. They haven't scored 24 points all season. <laughs> what is that? Combined. Combined. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. They play Nevada. Yeah, Nevada. Right. Who just lost to Incarnate Word. Who just lost to Incarnate Word. I get that it. Story? I get it. But. Man, Iowa. That was a bad loss to but, Iowa right. State. I don't care that it's a rivalry game. But, yeah, right. yeah. So, anyway, I'm not I'm not playing that one, but I just found that one to be kind of kind of funny. Yeah. Like, okay. Favored by more of the points than you've scored than this you've year. scored in the season. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Some interesting storylines. All right. The last one. The late one where people may, you know, try to increase their winnings or get their money back. And it's an interesting one. Number seven, USC hosts one and one Fresno State. And the reason it's interesting, you know, you would think that they'd be favored by a lot. They're only favored by um, 12 and a half. And it opened at 14 and a half. So people are hitting Fresno State over under 69 and a half all the way up to 74 and a half. Fresno State's got a good quarterback, talented wide receiving core. We got Caleb Williams on the other side at USC. Still not sure how good USC actually is. But I do think USC scores a lot of points in this one, and I think Fresno State does as well. I love the over, and I'm taking USC as well. Uh, okay. I'm taking USC on this one. Okay. All right, as well. I'm going to give the 12 and a half. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the under. 74-5 is a lot to me. Okay. And I think USC – I think to win by 12, USC – has to be able to, to to stop Fresno State a few times. Yeah. And so that'll keep the score a little bit lower. So in other words, if USC won't cover if if the game is seventy five points, mm-hmm. they won't cover. Right, right. So that's I for them to cover, that's why I'm going with the under on that one. And that's seventy four and a half, correct? It is. And just to double check here, because there wasn't a point spread when I looked, and I don't think there's going to be a point spread on this game. But uh, Mizzou, yeah, Abilene Christian, even though they're two and zero, there's not going to be a point spread on that game. Um, but Mizzou, you take a look at that one and one. They'll be two and one after they win that game. Um, Should be. Then you go to Auburn. You're two and two. You host Georgia. You're two and three. You go to Gainesville. You're two and four. The under is looking good on Mizzou this year for that under uh, five and a half wins. I think I well. What's your next d- win? Vanderbilt. But didn't we have them? We went through this, didn't we? Have them? We I did not have them winning at K State, so they're right where they're supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. In my mind, so you beat Abilene Christian. You got two wins. All right. You lose at Auburn. Yeah, right. two two. You lose at Georgia. Two three. You lose to Florida. Now, before, you know what? Before the season started, that might have been one of the ones we said that Missouri could go down there and beat a Florida team. And now I'm thinking, like, no, nah, ain't no way they're going to beat no way. Florida. Nope. <laughs> you get a third win, you win at home against Vandy. Yep. At South Carolina, let's give them a win. Oh, uh, we give them a win. All that's, right. That's still four. You get smoked at home to Kentucky, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, put it this way let's say you beat Kentucky at home. That means you probably lost to South Carolina. They'll go one and one in those two games. Okay. All right. 
still stick at four wins, you you get smoked in Knoxville, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because I think your thing with Florida and your thing with Tennessee is they've got to distance themselves from Missouri. Mm-hmm. Gone are those days where you even play us closer to the football game. Because if we can't if we can't beat you down, Missouri, how are we going to win our the, our side of the conference? Right. How are we going to beat Alabama? How are we going to beat Georgia if we can't beat you every year? Mm-hmm. How are we going to get anywhere close to the college football playoff if we can't beat you? And yep. we play you every year. Yep. So you know they got to get in the habit of like beating Missouri mm-hmm. routinely. So I think that it's that's on their minds. Yeah. And that's that's four wins being or then you host New Mexico State, you know you'll win that. And that's five wins being generous. And then it could come down the over-under on five and a half to the last game of the year, the rivalry game, you host Arkansas. And Arkansas right now will beat Missouri. Oh, yeah. Unless <laughs> something changes. Arkansas looks solid. Oh, yeah, they look solid all the way through. Beat South Carolina last weekend. They play Missouri State this weekend. When's their first challenge? They you know play- that, that's Bobby Petrino going back to Fayetteville? Mm-hmm. He got 1.5 million reasons. <laughs> I I think that's the only way I would take my team back there. Oh, Petrino. Oh, man, what a piece of work. All right, Alvin. Is he going to get to 700? Yes. Right. A lot of games, Marty. Boy, if it was down the last week or last two weeks even. Now, this is the week he's got he's to get a couple. I went Wednesday night. Wednesday night. All uh, right, so you saw a win. Saw a win. Last night. Ooh. Yeah. That was in a – oh, man, was it a gorgeous suite? I was a guest. You know, I didn't packed house because that was the record setting. That night, was a record right? setting night, right? Okay, so How was that good time? Oh yeah, you know, just what a night to be there. They set the record. Yadi drives in a run. Albert drives in a run. But moves into number two all time RBI guy behind. You know, Hank Aaron like the, the Wainwright survived. He left a bunch of guys on base, but he got through five innings, got the win. So it would really was just to like you know what a, what a night. You know, the old heads came through. Really interested to see what they do. You know in the playoffs, you know, if they could get to the NLCS, win a series and get to the NLCS. Yeah. Speaking of NLCS and, and National League, you know, who, my, my Cubbies just went down to Shea Stadium and swept. Yeah, that, that team. Ain't that the weirdest thing? <laughs> right. And then, like, what, it was, um, I guess it's been more than a week now, but Atlanta, like, actually passed the Mets and had a one-game lead yep. and then commenced to losing to – Anybody they played is like, well, does any now that you've done all this, does anybody actually want to win the division? Yeah, man. Dog days of summer. We're getting down to it. All right, my man, before we sign off, I just wanted to give you my condolences uh, on the Cowboys. It's over, man. We, we ain't doing nothing this season. I, as I told many people on late Sunday night, I said, like, well, it's kind of nice being able to go into a full NFL season and really just not really have to give a rat's. Uh, first of all, they were getting beat before Dak Prescott got hurt. And you're going to get your some receivers back, Michael Gallup and whatnot, in the next couple of weeks, but really another two, three weeks. Cincinnati's just going to just – it's Cincinnati is going to destroy the Cowboys on Sunday. I mean – That's at Cincinnati, right? No, it's, it's at Dallas, which is even worse. So And then guess what Dallas gets to do after they go 0-2 and have Cooper Rush starting a quarterback? Go to the New York Giants. You know, just I don't understand for the life of me. I, I know that Cooper Rush, you know, the familiarity with the playbook. What, like, why aren't you? I mean, there's no reason that Jimmy G or at least Kaepernick or somebody needs to be coming in there. I mean, I, I don't understand. Why did they head into the season with Cooper Rush as the backup quarterback? That because too. you do, because not just because Dak Prescott has gotten hurt before, but because your quarterback could get hurt. 
Yeah. I mean, Chase Daniel could very easily play 10 days from now if we find out uh, that uh, Justin Herbert's got, like, cracked ribs or something like that. It looked pretty bad. It looked pretty bad. But he fell on the guy's helmet, and so I think he might just have, like, a bruised, like, like bruised ribs or bruised, like, kidney. And I know that sounds like, oh, my God, that's almost worse. But he's still like, well, no, that'll just, you know, in 10 days – you might be able to get back out there. But let's say he can't play. They have Chase Daniel. I would rather have Chase Daniel than friggin' Cooper Rush. You know, I always <laughs> thought, and Jerry's getting up there with age, that, 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 that you know, he, he's going to see one more run, but he, I think he may croak before they do something. Big. Not, not at, the, at, the, at the pace they're going now, no. Whew. Yeah. It's got to be frustrating. Yeah, it is frustrating. But hey, Marty, the frustration that I felt when they lost to the 49ers in the playoffs, which was just like ridiculous. I'm over that. And coming into the season, I'm like, well, prove it. Yep. Hey, uh, you think I'm going to be banging my head against the wall? Nope. You got to find a new team, Alvin. No, man, it's been my <laughs> team since I was seven years old, I'm dude. I've been just, just saying, man, 55 years a Cowboy fan. My, oh, my God. My Bears won. I mean, that was a sloppy Sloppy field. game. Oh, and, man. But well, they still Sam, won. Well, or, hey, you know, even Shanahan, he's supposed to be a genius. He didn't, he didn't coach a genius game. You think they can go up to Green Bay where they're down three offensive linemen and and, and cover that 10 points? No. I don't either. I, I, I don't. I think that's going to be a blowout. Me too. Me too. But you never know. Green Bay will be fine. Yeah, well, I think so too. I mean, they stunk their first game of the year last year. Mm-hmm. And he said, that was that what he said, relaxed everybody? Or was that a no, couple that was years ago? Yeah, yeah, that's like, no, they got blasted by, uh, the, I think it was the Saints. Yeah. Blasted them last year. Like, what's up with them? They don't play in the preseason. Mm-hmm. That's a mistake. It is a mistake. All right, my man. Cool, man. All right. We'll May the luck continue. Week. Go Jayhawks. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Five o'clock. <laughs> Five o'clock kickoff, I think. Go Irish. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Take care. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton. Motivation that moves you.